It's the Wex Appeal Podcast. Barbells, beats, and buffoonery. Three, two, one, go! Here we go. Dope conversations. That's my Genghis Khan. Where fitness, pop culture, and a lot of random buffoonery collide. I'm coming for you. It's ridiculous, really. Hashtag space. But the music. Wax, you, you laugh least at me, so you get to go next. <laughs> Here's your host, Wax. I was going to say I blacked out during the explanation. <laughs> I just heard space. And we are back with the second edition of the HWPO training takeover of the Wexfield podcast. We're having a great time. If you listen to the last episode with Matt O'Keefe, we were talking about getting tattoos at the games, talked about just all the different things and prep that's going into them being partners with the CrossFit Games. Just a great time. Today, my guest is Jake Marconi. He is the head uh, of training, of basically head of coaching for HWPO training, and he is also Jason Hopper's coach for the games this year. So he is going to be on site helping him out and getting getting him all ready to go for the CrossFit Games for 2023 up in Madison. Now, before we get into that interview, and I'm very excited to get you there, I want to talk about a couple of the sponsors that we have going on. Number one, we have started our track with Thunderbro, and Thunderbro is being a partner of the show, and I am running through their 90-day program with Dave Lipson. And if you follow him on Instagram, it's Dave freaking Lipson, and Thunderbro, T-H-U-N-D-R. B-R-O. Right now they're doing $9.99 on all of their ebooks. So go over to thunderbro.com. Go check it out. Get yourself an ebook. Get on the training plan. Get on the program and find bro science meets real science and CrossFit meets bodybuilding. And overall, you're going to look, feel better, get you on an eating plan so that your diet is right and you're getting the most out of your performance and your recovery. All in all, Great program. I highly recommend it. Go check it out. You can have a one-on-one with Dave and talk about what's going to work best for you to make you hit those goals that you are are striving for. Our other sponsor today is Blackout Barbell, one of my favorite apparel companies out right now. I'm always rocking their Blackout Barbell hat with the leather patch. I love it. It's comfortable. I can wear it in training. I can just wear it just to go out. I uh, love their shorts, their shirts, their workout gear. Everything they do is great. I love their style. Just overall, check them out, blackoutbarbell.shop, and use the code WEXAPPEAL. Actually, no, don't use that code. Use the code BLACKOUT, B-L-K-O-U-T, all caps, for $15 off your order. The Wex Appeal promo code that you can use is on Strong Coffee Company. Strong Coffee Company is the best way to wake up in the morning. They have... Packed with nutrients, they have the collagen protein, MCT oil, Neurofactor, all things to help you just feel your best, look your best, helps the skin, helps the gut, helps the brain, nails, hair, everything. Start your day off right with a cup of strong coffee. Now, before we get into the episode, we've got just a great lineup going into the games. We're going to be in Madison this year, going to be doing podcasts on site. And just, we've had some great conversations with people, so stay tuned. And if you're not following along, follow along on YouTube. We're going to be doing live video streams from from YouTube. We're also on Spotify, and then all other places that podcasts can be found. Of course, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, all the different places. TikTok, where you can follow along with the 90-day plan that we're doing with Thunderbro. Basically, see everything that's going on in the world of the Wex Appeal 
universe. So check it out. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, my guest today, Jake Marconi, head of coaching for HWPO Training. We sit down, we have a great chat, just an awesome guy, and you can actually train with him in Madison. If you can get on the wait list or, or if you've already signed up, GoWad is hosting at Big Dane CrossFit, or you can get involved at the games and go check them out at their booth. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Jake Marconi. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. We are live on the Wex Appeal podcast. We are live on YouTube. So if you are listening to this after the fact, go back and subscribe to YouTube so that you can get in on these live chats and uh, you know see it as it all goes down, You know, chat along with us. But uh, my guest today is from HWPO Training, Jake Marconi. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you for having me, Wex. Um, don't There's some drilling going on in the background. So if you hear that, that's what that is. It's all it's good. Just a little I'm, buzzing. I have two kids in, in the other room over <laughs> here, so there's a good chance that at some point in this in this interview, somebody's going to come and hit the door. Uh, Great. So we'll both be and, noisy. Yeah. yeah, it'll be noisy. It'll be good. We'll be loud. But man, how are you doing? We're getting into game season. I just talked to O'Keefe uh, just the other day, and uh, I know things are, I guess, controlled chaos at the moment. Like you, yeah, you know what you're was... doing, but it's just getting everything ready. He likes to say it's controlled chaos. It's pretty chaos, but we are controlling what we can. Uh, no, we're definitely in the peak of games training. We're pretty close. Um, so we've got a bunch of athletes out in here, out here in Vermont. Some people are in town to just like really be another body to help out these guys that are training for the game. So some folks who haven't even made it, myself, Josh, the team, we uh, will jump in on workouts. Last night, I took them out on two uh, road bike rides. So we did two loops. And uh, Stee, who runs our pro program, he's competing in the Masters. Okay. He, he took a year and did cycling pretty much exclusively. Like, he was a cyclist for a year. And yesterday, he came up to me in the afternoon and he goes, Hey, man, you're going to have to take them on both rides. And I was like, all right. Uh, so we geared up. <laughs> And we went on back-to-back -back rides, but we've got a lot going on. There's a ton of training. We've got people in the building all day long. There's a lot of cleaning going on in the gym from how much they're using it. But hopefully it'll all pay off next week or week and a half from now. Week and a half, yeah. The, the countdown is on. Uh, I guess they, they'll get started. They get started on Thursday, so I guess two weeks from today. Yep. They actually, the, the game start if nothing else, you know, gets dropped or announced, you know, before. Yeah, we're about 14 days out. Yeah. So I'm going to be there. I'll be, I'll be on site. I know you'll be on site. Um, who are you coaching? Like, are you assigned? Cause I know, uh, I think O'Keefe said that Matt is assigned to Katrin, but I know you guys work as a team. Is there somebody yeah, so you're assigned to? We, it's cool. It's grown over the last couple of years. We all work really collaboratively on each athlete, but we all kind of have our it's almost like a football team system, right? You've got like your head coach and then you've got your support staff for each person. And so for me, that's Jason Hopper. I'm full-time on Jason. Uh, I'm with him at every event. We competed against each other in the teams at Wadapalooza, but otherwise um, <coughs> I'm on his coach's band for each event. Nice, nice. And so tell people a little bit about your role with HWPO training. Um, you know, because you are the, your head of, head of training? Head of programming, coaching. Head of programming. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's changed over time. I came in and I started just testing out the program for Matt. So I had told him that I was going to jump on 
the program when he released it and he messaged me he was like why don't you test it for me instead and so i started testing the programming giving a ton of feedback probably way more than he actually wanted <laughs> and then i wrote some pieces for it started with some warm-ups and then i wrote some metcons for it and then from there it evolved into writing everything with matt and then moving up to vermont and jumping in with both feet i trained with mal for a season um because I knew that was going to be kind of my last go at individual. Okay. As far as like the near future is concerned, I was like, I'm just all set. And so trained with Mal. And then from there, it involved, it evolved into, I was coaching Jason from the beginning as well. So I came on board, started coaching Jason, writing the programming, moved up to Vermont. And then just as the company's grown over the last year and a half, I, my role has evolved to, I manage our group of coaches that all have programs with us, write some programming, coach some athletes. We built the gym here. Uh, so if there's a hat, we all pretty much internally can put it on. That's awesome. And I'm sure that takes up pretty much most of your time as far as that. That doesn't sound like a, a uh, kickback and just let it run itself sort of thing. It no, seems like it is not. Every day, all in. <laughs> yep. What What's been your favorite part about you know kind of getting into the program and kind of actually let me back that up because I wanted to find out where are you from originally? From Connecticut originally, okay. so I grew up in like North Central Connecticut, right okay. at the top. Might as well have been Massachusetts on a little horse farm there in, in a small town, and then uh, moved to Rhode Island for college. So I went to Providence, and then yep. I consider that home now. But had I had started training when I was like 12 or 13. So I've been nerding out on it ever since. <laughs> started doing CrossFit training or? No, or so just, I started just training in general. Just like my foray, my first foray into training was I had told my dad was like a chubby kid, not very tall, so it wasn't very helpful. Um, I had told my dad, I was like, hey, I don't want to be chubby or fat anymore. And when I would come home from school, he was very rarely ever home until late because he was a carpenter. So he was always working. And for like six months, I don't, I didn't think about this in the moment, but as I've told this story in, in hindsight, he made sure he was home when I would get home from school and I'd come in the door and he'd be like, all right, 20 pushups. And I'd do 20 pushups and be like, all right, we're going to go do a wall sit. And for an hour, hour and a half, we would do just calisthenics around the house. I was doing like box jumps onto my parents' bed. He was having me do like high knees in place, wall sits. Uh, and he did a lot of it with me. And then from there, he handed me this like yellow, crusty, laminated piece of paper that was his workout. And it was like three sets done as a circuit of pretty much every movement you could think of. So it was like bench press, chest fly, lunge, barbell row, dumbbell flat. Like there was maybe 10 or 12 movements on it. So you did it on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And on Mondays and Fridays, you did it for three sets of eight to 12. And then on Wednesdays, you did it for three sets of 20. Nice. Same exact workout three yeah. times a week. And so I did that for a while. Um, and then I kind of got into reading online, like Elite FTS, T Nation, anywhere there was powerlifting going on, I got into that. And then I competed in powerlifting for a little bit through high school. And started doing CrossFit, started training at a CrossFit gym halfway through high school. Um, it was just a local affiliate. I was training all my, so I got really into strength training and I was training my football team. Okay. So I was playing football and then all the guys were come out, would come over to my house and we'd work out together. Um, and so I was training them and I reached out to this local CrossFit gym, Land Warrior CrossFit. 
And I was like, Hey, can we use your space? And they said, sure, but who's going to coach you? And I said, I am. And they were like, no, no, you're not. And so they gave us two classes a week. That was okay. like a football specific class. And that's when I kind of jumped into CrossFit. Okay. So it, I mean, as far as the, you know, the start, hold on, I got kids knocking at the door. Hold on. One <laughs> you're good. Yeah, he's good. Um, so, um, I was going to ask you, like, what kind of sports did you play growing up? Obviously, football. Did you play any other sports as well? Yeah. So, <laughs> when I was eight, eight or nine, I played soccer and, and like t-ball, all the normal sports. And my mom was my coach for all of okay. them. And I hated being told what to do. And I hated <laughs> that my mom was my coach. It it was awesome in hindsight, right? I got to yeah. spend a lot of time with her. But at the that time, being said, I, that being said, I'm a t-ball coach. Yeah, so <laughs> I played kids, t-ball, and I so, just like, man, yeah. I couldn't stand it. And not only like my mom being my coach was not the big problem. I just hated it. I could not see the point. It was boring. Like I really, really didn't like it. And I told my mom that, and she was like, "That's fine. When you end this season, you don't have to come back. Like we don't yeah. have to play again next year." And she honored that, and so I didn't. Uh, and I think the next season I tried out for basketball and we did this like big hours jamboree and they put you on teams. And then I didn't want to go to my first practice. And my mom said, if you don't go to the first practice, you don't get to play ever. Like you're not playing the season. Yeah. And I called her bluff, but she wasn't bluffing. So I never played basketball, which is evidence. Now we have a hoop in the gym and I'm so bad at it. <laughs> Wow. Uh, but after that, I got really into BMX racing and riding bikes. Oh, cool. And so I did that through middle school up to early high school. And then I started playing some sports after I started working out. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So, and, and that's, that's cool that your mom kind of had that, that line in the sand that she had to draw. Um, I'm the same way with my kids. I'm like, you can do anything that you want, but once you start, you have to at least finish, you know, yep. you, you made a commitment, you signed on for the season. Um, my, my daughter who does CrossFit now, um, she played baseball for, <clears throat> excuse me, for, she played baseball for two seasons and midway through the second season, she just wasn't liking it. I'm like, okay, cool. After this season, you don't have to come back, but yep. you have a team, you have people that, that count on you. You're going to play out the season. You and finish then, it out. Yeah. Then after that, cool. Whatever you want to do after that. And she does CrossFit gymnastics and, um, and she's currently into WWE. So oh, dude, I loved, I loved WWE. Are you, are you into WWE? <laughs> Not now, but as oh, a kid, man. like we, I had like a group of five guys and we all had trampolines <laughs> and we had like a wrestling league. We had all the belts. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 of course I grew up and I watched it, you know, a little bit as a kid, I was into Hulk and all that sort of, you know, Hulkamania and all that sort of thing, yep. you know, and, um, you grow up, you lose touch, you know, you kind of get out of it. Well, my daughter getting into it, uh, probably six to eight months ago, I started sitting down and watching it with her because I'm like, okay, cool. It's some bonding time. We can sit down, we can watch some wrestling. And now yeah. I find myself every, you know, Monday and Friday night watching raw and SmackDown with her. Yeah. You're and, into it. And now I'm into it. I'm like, Oh man, like the storylines are, are amazing. And, and it's really cool to kind of share that with, with her. And I got to take her and my oldest son, I have four kids. So our two middles, we call them mm -hmm. the, the, the younger daughter and the older son. I took them to Monday night raw when it was here in Jacksonville. And, you know, we got to sit down like 
pretty close like not yeah. front row but like that lower bowl level like at yep, the front of the bowl the level there. Yeah, not quite on the floor just off the floor so that they can okay. see but you know like that lower bowl area yep. of the of the arena we got to sit there and and watch and you know we had seth you know seth rollins comes out who's a big crossfitter so we're also a huge fan of him because of that that's uh, Be- awesome. Becky Lynch had returned that night, you know, obviously, you know, they're together and um, just we had a great time just, you know, cutting it up, doing, doing WWE. But that's like the new thing I'm in. That's so fun. <laughs> it, would, it would be fun to like be back into it for some cool reason like that. Yeah. So it's been a cool bonding time. And, and I've since gotten to like actually MC some wrestling events for like just local like some local stuff yeah local gymnasium stuff and it's been it's been a blast i got to take her with me and and have fun so i'm trying to talk them into i'm like listen i'm in shape i can take a bump i want to let me me get in let me get in i want to get in on you know even if not a whole match just like while i'm emceeing have somebody come and interrupt and you know and you go for it dude that would be really get a little tussle throw somebody you know throw somebody out of the ring whatever you know just have some fun with it um so yeah, that I'm, would be awesome. I'm down with wrestling now. So apparently, I'm I'm all into the the WWE. I mean, I get it. Like it's, <laughs> it's pure entertainment. They've got storylines. Yeah. they've got yeah, they've got it all. Oh, storylines are fantastic. Like I, you know, she never makes it through the whole night. She's ten, so she gets to about eh, nine nine thirty. She's like, okay, I'm gonna go to bed. She's like, tell me what tell me what happens in the morning. So then in the morning, we do the little download and like recap everything. That's so funny. When I was 10, I was fighting tooth and nail not to go to bed. Well, she's like when she's done, she's done. Like, That's it. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. Like she'll be sitting there on the couch and just falling asleep. And I'm like, just go ahead to bed. And she does. She usually will fight and try and stay up as late as she can. Okay. But yeah, she's uh, but she knows when she's done, you know when she can't sit there and watch it. But yeah, well the next day we'll do the whole recap and be like, Oh, this person came out and this person, you know, turned on this person. And they, you know, this one came out of the crowd and out of nowhere. It was just, you know, get to tell the whole story. So it's, it's fun. You're staying up later than you want to. Totally. I am. I am. Cause you're into it. Yeah. <laughs> cause, cause I'm into it. And then of course I've got a responsibility to tell my kid the next day. Um, right. Yeah. But she'll, but she'll, you know, watch it on YouTube. Um, but the cool thing is, is like the things that she's into is she watches, you know, of course all the, um, all the WWE stuff, but she loves the buttery bros. Mm. Um, so, you know, we sl- we'll sit down and watch all the buttery bro episodes, which is where, you know, she started getting into CrossFit. Um, she actually started following CrossFit at like four years old. Um, wow. We did our first, you know, team competition as a father daughter team at a at a local comp that we do like a family division, and she just wanted to do it. You know, we knew we weren't going to win, but we just went out there and yeah, and, and did it. So she's very passionate about it, and she started following all the athletes. And at Wadapalooza, basically, she knows everybody, and everybody knows her now. So at 10 years old, she's got, you know, Katrin coming up and, and talking to her and be like, hey, Stella, you've got a lot bigger than last time I saw you. Amanda as well. Um, Those two know, are so awesome. They are. They are awesome. So got to, you know, got to chat with both of them, you know, Wadapalooza. And we went up to actually we originally met them at CrossFit New England um, okay. you know, a couple of years ago. So they like follow along with her and stuff. So it's it's been it's been pretty cool. That's fun. But um, with with everything you have going, you know, you move up to, you know, you move up to Vermont. You know, you you said you made a last run at the individuals for for the games transitioning over to kind of that full time, you know, coach role. Are you 
thinking about going back in, you know, and, and competing at all with, with other things or just like Wadapalooza stuff or. Yeah. I mean, so I enjoy the, I'm, I've never been the biggest fan of like competing. It's in anything. Yeah. Um, I'm a competitive person for sure. But even when I played football, even when I was racing BMX, racing BMX was probably the one thing that I was the most stoked on competitively. And I think part of that was because I was I was young and just like really angry. And so if I came across and I didn't take first, I would just go straight to the car, put my stuff in the car and like sit and wait until we left. Yeah. I'm not like that at all anymore, but it made the competitive aspect a little bit more fun because I was super amped on it. Yeah. But I just love, I love training. I like the environment. And so I'll definitely do like Team Wadapalooza. I, there's some, there's a ton of competitions in Europe that are fun team oh, yeah. competitions. So I'll do, I'll do some of those. That stuff I'll continue to do so long as I am capable of doing the movements. But as far as my own like aspirations or a games team, I don't have any. Gotcha. Well, I mean, and you know, as, as long as you're able, I mean, keeping up with what, you know, the team that you have there and all the different other coaches that you have, there, definitely going to keep you in a, in, in fighting shape for sure. For sure. That's actually been one of the biggest transitions away from competing or one of the biggest, uh, not obstacles, but just changes that came with not having a structured training schedule every day. One, it's awesome. There's a ton of freedom. Right? Yeah. Uh, two, the base is big enough that I've had like six or eight years of double sessions, tons of volume, peaking multiple times to where I can maintain a lot of that now on a lot fewer sessions, like way less time in the gym. And I, but I love being in the gym. And so for me, I finished last season and I went in the other direction. I was like, I don't want to be in the gym. I'm going to eat whatever I want. I'm going to do whatever I want. And I went really far down that road to the point where <laughs> I had, uh, I'd met some new people at like the end of the summer. Cause we were doing this thing in Europe. And, and one of them was like, Hey, I, I was on your Instagram last night. Like what happened to your apps? <laughs> and somebody next to me was like, Hey, that's mean. And I was like, no, no, that's a hundred percent true. There's like a <laughs> bunch of photos of me on there and I've got apps and I'm standing in front of you. I look really different from yeah. what I look like in those photos. Uh, and so I told him, I was like, man, I just went the complete other way. And I'm totally cool with it. Like yeah. that moment I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a hundred percent aware. And if that had been said to me like nine months earlier or a year earlier, I would have been really bummed, but I was totally aware of the fact that like I had gotten far away from it. And then since then I've come back around to now where, so I had no schedule, no structure. And I got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done with that. Like, yeah. I like training and I started competing in CrossFit in the first place because I enjoyed training and structure and like all of the things that come along with training for a sport. And so I've gone back to being relatively structured in my day to day. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm probably the least anal person that you've met, but I like the structure of my day. And so recently this summer, uh, been training every day at 7am. So train from seven to nine or seven to like eight forty-five, and then work after that. And it's great gotcha. to have it done. 
I come in and I'm like, well, I'm not going to condition today. I'm just going to fill that time with bodybuilding instead. And I have a, uh, like I wrote me and my buddy here, Josh works for HWPO as well, but we wrote ourselves a little program to follow for the summer. And so we have just been following that program, but some days we'll come in and be like, not feeling that let's switch it up. Yeah. So it's, it's been cool, but it's been a really big, uh, transition to get to that point where like you can have structure again without having any actual end goal. Cause there'd been like little periods during the last say 18 months where I've tried to implement some structure and I've just kind of been like, ah, I don't feel like it because there was nothing at the other side of it. Like I, I didn't have something holding me accountable. So I've gotten back to a place where I'm like, no, I just, I just want to work out. Like I want my squat to go up a little bit purely for the sake of wanting that. Yeah. And, and that's the cool thing about the freedom of training, like how you want to now and not, okay. So I know coming up at the games or at semifinals, this might come mm-hmm. up. So I need to make sure I'm, you know, doing my crossovers, <laughs> making sure yeah. I'm, you know, doing all, all, all these different little, you know, things that you may not, may not be interested in doing at all, but you know that if it comes up at a competition, you're going to have to be able to do it. That it's makes- let me experiment to like where before I'd want to run programs because I'd been coaching the whole time that I had been also competing mm-hmm. and I'd be like, yeah, I want to run this progression. Uh, but like, I don't want to mess with my own training because it's not necessarily what I need. Like right now we're running a squat progression and it's the last thing from a weakness perspective that I need to be working on. Yeah. Like there are a hundred other things that I need to work on before my squats. I probably shouldn't, but we're running this progression to see if it works. And it's a ton of fun, and I wouldn't have done that if I was trying to compete. Yeah, I, I mean, I love, I love squat gains. Like those are, yeah. those are, those are the best, man. They just throw some, throw some weight on there and and make it happen. Have some fun. Have some fun. You know, take out the big boy weights. <laughs> those are, um, so, but you also have to, you know, I'm, I'm assuming at some point, you know, work on some of the things that you are having to translate down to the other athletes, you know, the yep. athletes that you're training and things like that. Um, so is there still some of that where you're having to, okay, you know, what could possibly come up? What am I going to need to work on them with? What am I going to need to learn about to, to kind of get them in that direction? Yeah, there is. And when I do that is when, sorry, I'm just plugging in my laptop um, is when at the beginning of their sessions, they'll do a lot of skill work. And so I do find myself jumping in, on some skill sessions with them when I'm trying to coach it. Cause I'm like, you know what? I actually don't really know what you're feeling right now. So I'll, let me try it. Yeah. And then I'll better articulate it specifically with skill stuff, a little less with some of the other CrossFit movements um, or things that we see pop up. What I have been doing with them is like I mentioned earlier, I went cycling with them yesterday. Mm-hmm. Some comfortable on a bike and have a little bit of an idea there. So I can help in that situation. I went trail running with them the other day at this local trail running race. One, because I like (laughs) it. Two, it's helpful to just kind of run through there and um, and be like behind cat and say, all right, go fast down this hill, push up this hill. Look at that rock that's coming up in about 100 feet, like decide where you're going to put your feet. Those things, those things work well. That's not the that's not the same place where Jason got lost. In the uh, no. in the butter in the butter no, but you know what? In fairness, I was really harsh on them for that. I went and I went and walked the full loop that they had done. Uh huh. 
again because I, I had walked it like a week earlier. And so I was like, how did you mess this up? And I walked it with them and Kat kind of pointed out, we were just going for like a nature walk because it's a nature yeah. preserve. A beautiful and area. Kat, it's a beautiful area. And Kat was like, this is where we got lost. That's where we got lost. And each one, I was like, yeah, that's fair. I could, I could see it. Gotcha. Um, just don't do it at the games and count all your laps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the, that's the big one at the, at the, uh, at the games. Um, anything you're looking forward to this year, you know, they've announced two now, um, two events, sort of, they've announced a 5k cross country and they've announced a version of Helen. Um, you know, anything yeah. you're looking forward to with that or anything that you were like, Ooh, this is going to be good. I've never been like one who enjoys taking part in the like guessing game uh-huh. of events or, or any of that. I, maybe because I'm not good at it, but uh, mostly Same. because I, <laughs> I just couldn't, I just, when I was competing, like I couldn't be bothered. I would have an idea and be like, I should train for this and this, but it wasn't fun to guess. But with that said, that diagram they posted where it's like the three, it's the Venn diagram with the three circles yeah. and they overlap to become CrossFit. I think that's kind of a cool idea and says a lot about where they're going with the programming. Yeah. Which is to say like, hey, we're going to very definitively have these single modality tests and then the other ones are going to be very much CrossFit, which I think will be a cool kind of ethos around the series game because a lot of people like, oh, well, well, Bosman was a, a circus guy, so he's going to put all this stuff in. And it's like, yeah, he will probably. But seeing that diagram makes me hopeful that we'll have really balanced programming this year. Yeah, and and I hope so as well. I I want to be focused on the athletes and what they're doing on the field and not have to be focused on, oh, but if the programming didn't do something like this, it would have been you know, better with, with this, this, like, I don't want the programming to be the, the, the topic. I want the athletes to be the topic. I think the, the case there though, is that like the programming's always going to be the topic in our yeah. sport, right? In football, of course it's not right. Cause it's a different sport, but the, the program stays the same every time they're playing the same game all the time. So there's a bunch of other things to talk about, but for us, programming is a really central point to what we do and people like to geek out on it. And so if the programming was perfect, first of all, nobody would ever say that. But second, say it just came out and everybody agreed on it and it was perfect. We'd all be like, I feel like something's missing from this season. We didn't have anything to like complain about on the programming side of things or dissect. Um, so I yeah. kind of like the debate around programming that said, silly things that like hurt the athletes from a, a points perspective or physically. Yeah. I'm not a fan of like, well, yeah, it, things that we could see that could mess them up. But on the whole, I think the programming kind of just lands where it is. And then we have interesting talking points and the athletes have interesting stories. Yeah. And we're all, we're always going to debate the programming and, and you know, what comes in and comes, you know, comes of it. But I agree with you as far as like the, the silly stuff, it's like, yeah. you know, T getting tripped up on a single under, you know, it's like, that's what we're talking about as opposed to, Hey, this, this test and you know, these athletes right. performing and things like that. Um, so you're a new England guy, you, you know, through and through, through and through. So who are your sports teams? I know we were talking about 
oh this we're talking about my little uh record record back here so that is actually a um it's the band boston okay and and it's actually cut out in the state of massachusetts with uh with the boston you know logo thing right there that's like a star yeah with a star you know right on boston um but it's actual boston record so that's cool you can't see that from here yeah, no. It, so you can just see the state, but it's but it is actually Boston. And then below, I'm doing this backwards because I have my, yep, I my screen that. flipped. Is Chicago, which is where my wife's from. Okay, my wife is from that area, the Rockford, Rockford, Illinois area. Uh, so we kind of got the the two records, you know, there. But um, you know, so who are your you know who are your sports team? What do you follow? You know, kind of you know what are you into with the uh, with the New England sports? Not a single one. <laughs> None of them. <laughs> Genuinely, I like there is not a single sport that I follow at all. Nice. Other than other than CrossFit. Of course. Uh, but other than that, yeah, no, there's no no sports that I follow. No allegiance. No, 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 like uh I mean allegiance, but you know what I mean. No uh, you know, football or baseball or, or anything like that. No. Nice. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes. I just I don't know. I never got into it. Like my mom was into it growing up. My dad was not. I just never got on board. Sometimes I wish I wasn't because it's just, it's glutton for punishment depending on what team like Boston, I think is the worst, the worst baseball team and or the worst team in the East. They're still like the seventh best team in all of MLB, but they're the worst team, the worst team in the East, worst team in the East right now. I've tried in the past. I've tried to follow like other, I've tried to follow cycling, mountain biking, like even those I have just, I'm not interested in following. I follow CrossFit because it serves my job and like serves yeah. the athletes better. But other than that, yeah, I, I don't, I don't follow any sports. Yeah. And with CrossFit, you're part of the, I mean, you're part of the, you know, the, the sphere, right. <laughs> you're, you're, you you know, you're part of that world. It is, it is what you do. Um, so what are some other things that you enjoy outside the gym, uh, music or hobbies or things like that? Yeah. I mean, like everybody, I love music. I don't play any. I've tried to learn guitar before. And so like, yep. I know some chords, but I'm not very musical. Same. Um, <laughs> Same. I DJ. So I, I play other okay. people's music and put it together in weird combinations to make it, you know. I mean, I would argue that that's musical. I don't even have that necessarily, but I enjoy music. And then outside of the gym, my main things are like photography. Oh, cool. Cooking. Um, and then... I enjoy this is probably why I don't follow sports like I really enjoy reading and movies and shows not just like passively watching TV but I really like shows and cinema and and kind of that nice so anything that you're watching now or do you not have time right now or I finally or... started the bear yes it's so good it is so good and and melding two of your passions you know yeah you're you know Watching TV and also, or, you know, and also oh, cooking. That show is like so well shot. The the style that everybody's got, mm-hmm. it, it's become. I was reading an article the other day on it. It's become like this style show for super style nerds. Huh. Like people watch it to to get glimpses of the set design and like people's costume design. Yeah, it's it, it's just so well done. I think we got we we binge watched like the, me and my wife watched the first season like. I think in one night, like, I think we just sat and just watched <laughs> like every, every episode. And then we got to season two and I think we, we, you know, had to take a break and 
but we'll get back to watching it. But it was such a such a well done show, and the actors, each one have such a like each one has such a strong story. Yes, that, you know, although you have your main, you know, your main guy, like everybody is just fits in so well. They do, and I appreciate the fact that it's only like twenty five minutes. Yeah, and it's still shot really well. It's a good show. Like I feel most shows now are these hour long marathons yeah on netflix so you watch five episodes and you're like oh that was five hours <laughs> of yeah. tv that i just watched and so the bear is nice so you can turn it on and like do an episode before bed and it's not it's not a crazy amount of time gotcha any other any movies or things that you're you know do you watch do you follow any of the fan franchises or any of the you know any of the big stuff or do you like kind of more independent things uh no i think now that we're now that we're talking about this, I don't really follow anything that from like, uh, I don't even know how to describe this from like the characters. Right. So like, mm -hmm. for example, I get really, really into things, but I get into the thing a lot. So like with cooking, I've always cooked. Like when I was eight, my mom, my Christmas gift was a knife set. Like that's what I asked for. Nice. Uh, and so I just really enjoy it. But even then, like there's no chefs that I follow. I just, cooking the thing itself is is what i enjoy um i think i'm a bad follower of spaces that i'm not like actively truly involved in but that sure. said chadrick who's uh here for the summaries our video guy him and i and josh are going down this weekend to providence rhode island to watch oppenheimer oh yes and providence is four hours away and we're going yep. solely that's it's home for me but we're going solely because there's an IMAX theater there that plays it in the way that it's shot, that it's supposed to be watched, which was not my idea. It was Chad Jerks. He was like, there's like 15 theaters in the United States that do this. One yeah. is in Providence. You know Providence. We have a place to sleep. Let's go down there. And so we're doing this mission down there to see it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's definitely one on my list to watch uh, this year. It looks like it's just going to be incredible. The cast is phenomenal. Um, the, the lead... Um, Killian Murphy mm -hmm. is fantastic. If if you want another good show, even though it's on, even though it is like an hour long episodes, Peaky Blinders. I've seen every episode. Love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> he he is just he's an amazing actor. So I I sit and I I'll sit and watch that you know anytime, and I'll even go back to the first season, and just you know come back through it again just just because it's it's just that good and it's so that well good. Done. Yeah. Yeah. I like things that are done well um that being said i also sit down and watch wwe which is crazy ridiculous stories so <laughs> yeah just but, out there just wild yeah, just, yeah. just out there wild but you know i love you know i love stories that are put together which is probably why i like how you know when they do the documentaries with crossfit and things i love watching those sorts of things like that behind the scene how all this stuff comes together how people you know kind of got from point a to point b you know what all went into it what was the things you didn't see like i love kind of the making of and and like i'm big into like history shows and stuff like that so yeah. like i'll go back and watch all history like um uh, one we were just talking about uh, the other day was hunting hitler mm -hmm. which is uh with tim kennedy and a few other guys where they go into south america and see how all the germans left after world war ii and moved to south america and there's a possibility that Hitler didn't actually even die in Germany by committing suicide. Oh, that's suicide. the premise of the show? That's kind of the premise of the show, is that, you know, 
he he may have not died in Germany. He may have escaped and gone to South America. And you know, of course, he's dead now. You know, obviously, right. how long? But could have you know possibly lived on in in South America. So it's I well, I like conspiracies too. <laughs> yeah, you're a little into it. I mean, they're fun to watch, especially shows oh, yeah. like that are fun. Yeah. So you know, diving into things like that, you know, so I like good tv that you can not really escape to but that you can sit and that you can watch and just kind of you know get into get into and get a story from and and i like i like it when the series is already over so that i don't have to wait because i'm very watch all of it yeah like i'll sit and watch the whole season two of the bear and just watch it all at once but uh yeah so you so you guys are doing that next weekend or Uh, this weekend or this weekend going down to yeah, this weekend in a few yeah. days, and then because you guys are going to be heading out to Madison soon. So when do you guys head out the there? The following weekend. Yeah, so Saturday the 29th, I'll head out to Madison. Okay, so <laughs> this came up with with O'Keefe. Do you or are you going to be getting the HWPO tattoo? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Do you have any no. tattoos? <laughs> uh, I have one here gotcha <laughs> uh but that's it yeah <laughs> uh he was talking about you know all the people with hwpo tattoos and that, that they're gonna you know have the booth sammy's and, and made ha- a rule that our staff's not allowed to get it oh okay i would it's a half joking rule like i guess yeah. if you argued you could totally get it uh i wouldn't get it anyways <laughs> yeah I, I i get it i yeah o'keefe's trying to get me to do it i'm like ah, oh, i don't know man are you, do you have a lot of tattoos? Oh, so I've got like, okay, but it's all like, all of it's meaning stuff. Yes. So I have like, a buddy. Everybody has this buddy who's got like, just everything's tattooed. And so yeah. you, you could go to him and be like, yo, get this tattoo. And he'd be like, put it here. Yep. And if I, if that, if I had that, I would a hundred percent get the tattoo. Just like shove it in there somewhere and be like, look at this. Cause then at that point, I feel like your whole body's a story and so you're like look at this one yeah Yeah, you just have that arm so i have this arm and then i have one on my leg uh my wife and i for our anniversary we we went and got well i don't want to say matching tattoos because like we didn't necessarily get matching tattoos but they're both harry potter they're complimentary so they're both harry potter tattoos um you know another you know nerd thing is that something that you guys are into together yes so we don't do the names or anything like that. Um, but like everything has meaning. So like all my tattoos on my arm um, are time related. So it's okay. like, like there's clocks. Um, each clock is set to the time. Each clock is time is the date that each child was born. Oh, that is, that's cool. And yes. very meaningful. So it all has meaning. And then like even the Harry Potter tattoo, because we're both into Harry, Harry Potter. I got the Deathly Hallows on my leg and she got a wand on her arm. And she got the elder wand, which they match, but they're different. Right. Um, so we know what they mean, but not everybody knows what they mean. You know, kind of, kind of that whole, that whole thing. Yeah, so, I think that's special. Yeah. So to to do anything else is like, uh, you know, yeah, it'd be cool to you know support, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> O'Keefe, yeah. O'Keefe is like, come on, man, we'll get you a seat. We'll get you a seat right there. You can you can get a tattoo. Uh, you can i won't i won't pressure but you could <laughs> it's an option but that being said there's a lot of people from from that interview that have like jumped on the feed and they're like oh we're doing it 
we're there. Send me the sign up yeah. now. Like, like we're all, we're ready to go. Um, what, uh, what is, and you guys are going to be crazy busy anyways with, are you going to be working in the, in the, I don't want to say tent in, in the, uh, in the booth. I don't have any booth time scheduled. I'll probably go over there when I, when I'm free, uh, I'm coaching some classes at big Dane though, okay. the go watch gym, uh, in the beginning of the week. So I'll be there. And then once Thursday hits, I'm, I'm all with Jason. All with Jason. Cool. Um, actually just got his card from wad zombie. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to hit him up and be like, Hey, Jason, we need you, need you to go ahead and sign this. This playing card. I need, I need some of those. Do I let me know? I'll get them. I'll get. I'll get you some. Um, Wad Zombie, you know, he and I go back and forth, but he's he's done a lot of them. Um, you know, a lot of the play, the playing cards, and he's always trying to like, you know, get them out there and, and get them and out get new there. Stuff, yeah. So, um, when you get to the when you get to the event, obviously you're working with Jason. Anything you're looking forward to, just kind of throughout the week, or is it just kind of being like, hey, whatever Jason needs, like, it's all it. it it's, it's yeah, all, I'll be honest. That's the most I'm pretty low key. That's the most stressful week of the year, solely from the perspective of that you you care about how Jason's doing, right? I care about how he's going to do, but also just it's hectic. So yeah. you'll finish an event, the next event time won't necessarily be posted yet, and so you've got to run back, make sure that you know when the next event is because it could be in an hour, it could be in four. You have a rough idea of the schedule. But with the way the games goes, they'll often throw stuff at you that you're not sure. So you've just got to constantly be listening to make sure you don't miss something. Yeah. And so it is, it's hectic on that front, but I am really excited for the last day of competition. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, and it's, it's been really cool to see how he's evolved. Um, Jason has really kind of evolved as, as a CrossFit competitor. I don't want to say an athlete cause he's always been an athlete. But as a CrossFit competitor, he's really evolved. I know he had a lot of high, you know, there were a lot of high expectations, I think possibly unfairly put on him his first you know, year, his, his rookie season. Yeah. Where, yeah, he came out, he smashed, you know, he smashed, uh, the, was it the Mac? I think mm-hmm. it was. Um, smashed the Mac, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's going to come out and he's going to win this whole thing, you know, and struggled because a semifinal is nothing like the CrossFit games. No. Um, but it's cool to see him evolve and to see him at semis this year what i mean he looked he looked really good he looked really good going into that and obviously with all the other background stuff that you guys are going to be working on i'm sure he's looking to put in a good a good showing this year his abilities are higher of course right uh but the biggest change as an athlete that i hope other people see but we especially see is that he is just a different person on the competition floor now He's much more aware. He's much more composed. He's really intentional. And those were not things that he was at first. Yeah. Um, How much, how much trash talk is there in the gym? So much. So much. (laughs) And and is it, is it coaches and athletes or is it just like everybody back? Everybody. Like all of us are, You didn't know that you can like qualify at all as trash talk in the sense that you're like, I'm going to beat you in this. I'm going to beat you in that. There's just a lot of messing with each other. Like we mess with each other relentlessly. There's yeah. a lot of betting going on too. Jason <laughs> loves to make $1 bets. 
I, so, yeah, I saw is, I saw that on the most the most recent Buttery Bros episode. Yeah, there's a lot of entertainment going on, especially around Jason. Like Jay, Jay is a funny dude. Yeah, that's awesome. And so right now, who all do you have on site? Um, you know, for for the athletes. So on site right now, we've got Jason, Katrin, Jake Douglas from Australia, and okay. Rogan Dean from australia and so he's from new zealand he's a new zealander living in australia he's from it's an important point which one is jake rogan rogan Rogan. okay yeah yeah Yeah. and then throughout the summer we've had some other folks kind of come in and out um but those are the four people that we've got full time here and we've got stephen fawcett who runs our pro program and is competing as a masters okay and how many athletes are going to the games representing hwpo this year uh, so Katrin, Amanda, Sam Quant okay. are kind of the main ones. And then we've also got um, Christine Kohlenbrander came out. Mm-hmm. She was in that Buttery Bros episode. We've been working with her a bit. She's she's going out. Jake Douglas. Um, Jake Douglas is going out. And then please, people listening, forgive me. There's a couple of others that I am blanking on, but they're not yeah. ones that I work directly with. Gotcha. And you got the Oh, and, uh, Cole Greasaber. Cole okay. Greasaber's going out. Yeah. Nice. And um, so obviously, we're like we said, we're 14 days away. So is it kind of now it's going to be starting to, you know, everything's going to start to taper off and kind of fine tune some things and get everybody yep. on, on point and ready to go for, for Madison? So, everybody, this is where training always differs a little bit for everybody, but this is where it gets really different. So, like some people, we bet like Steve Fawcett, he's backed way, 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 way off already. Mm-hmm. Other folks like Katrin have not. It just, it depends a lot on what makes them confident, what their ability is like. So I've had people in the past where a taper would have better served them, like a longer taper with less mm-hmm. volume would have served them better, but mentally it would have hurt them. Gotcha. And they had a bit of capacity to lose. I know that's a crazy thing to say, but they, they had like a little bit that I'm, I was like, all right, if you're not 100, 100%, but you're 93% and confident, that's going to be better than physically 100% and like 80% confident. Yeah. So it's a really delicate game. And people talk about peaking as though it's like kind of magical and that there's this specific scientific formula and like, all these things happen and then you come out and you're like better than you ever were. (laughs) Uh, But really it's year over year. You need to figure out what works for you or competition over competition. Awesome. And as far as the, um, you know, going into, going into this week, you know, what do what kind of things do you do kind of keep them loose? Like, is, is there just, is there, you know, do you got to just kind of go into the gym? Just, I don't want to say play games because that sounds you know, almost childish, but just kind of like go in and keep them moving, but just have fun with it. And for sure, couple... we've got the basketball hoop here. So we'll play a little bit of basketball. We went out on that, like they normally do a zone two ride, uh, like a C2 bike last night. But I mentioned we went out on that cycle. So we went out and rode bicycles for a while, which serves two purposes, right? They need to touch the bikes anyways, because it's like they show up at the games, but also it's just different. It gets them out moving in a different way. Like they're all familiar being on a bike, so it's not necessarily dangerous. Trail running, 
a lot of these things are built in when we're training for the games. Like you get to get outside more, you get to practice on some things that you wouldn't otherwise. And it's still a necessary part of your training, but it's also a little more fun than just beating your head against the burpees. Gotcha. And then during the downtimes, yeah, make an effort to like Jason, myself, Josh, Matt, like any guy that's in town, we have guys night once a week and we go out and get wings and just hang out. Uh, so we make an effort to like make sure that happens and then we'll go in there and play basketball and just kind of mess around. Cool. And almost done, you know, with, with, with this, but what I wanted to get into your music, you would, uh, so who controls the music at the gym? And then if you are the DJ of the day, what is your, what does your playlist look like? Well, we've got a really, really pirate style system now because most gyms that I've been a part of, like there's kind of one central iPod or whatever that's connected to the music. Uh -huh. So you have to physically walk up and change it and everybody can see that you did it. Our system we have here now, you can just be on your Spotify, click listen on device and then choose the gym. So anybody <laughs> at any moment can just take over. So there's been a lot of that. They honestly, they're in the gym so much for so long that there's a lot of Metcons that I'll walk in. I'll, I'm in my office right now. I'll go in and they just won't like either the music will be so low that you can barely hear it or they just won't even have any on. Yeah. Oftentimes. But you can tell who is controlling the music, especially yeah. with like Jason and Catherine. So if Jason's got it on, he's got on country music 95% of the time. Okay. Catherine's got it on. She's got on like 80s dance to Barbie girl to like <laughs> top 40 pop, but it's always very like, poppy. Yeah. Jason's very country and then everybody else is kind of in between, but those two will trade back and forth. Gotcha. So, and then if, if <laughs> yeah, I can, I can only back. imagine that power struggle between, you know, country and Barbie girl. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, they, they do a good job trading off. They've learned to train together for sure. Yeah. And then if you have control, what is your, what's your go-tos? What, what's your go-to? Depends on my mood. So if we're just kind of slowly making our way through a session, I'll put on some like Zach Bryan type country, Tyler Childer, Zach Bryan, that, that style um, where Jason is like Morgan Wallen, Jason Aldean, that kind of style. Yeah. Uh, so it's either some slower country, which I've grown to like a lot. I was going to say, or... which a whole bunch of people in country or a whole bunch of people not in country music are like, that's the same thing. <laughs> right and <they're> <laughs> those are the same thing no they're clearly not the same very much not the same yeah. thing uh so i'll put on that or i'll put on rap like 2000s rap oh yeah. or i'll put on like alternative rock pretty frequently and then i've got like a whole other subset that i don't even i kind of lump everybody in so you may or may not know these are dj so you probably will like alabama shakes uh yep. lake street dive camp uh yeah. all of that kind of um the black pumas all of that kind of style of music i'll have yeah. as well which i don't listen to as frequently when i'm training anything you put on that everybody was just like absolutely not no we've spanish got music spanish typically. yeah yeah if it's the kind of mainstream songs yeah but yeah if it's anything that's like really kind of like reggaeton they are yeah not as into it. 
which is hilarious because half of my gym that I go to is Spanish. Okay. So a lot of times we'll go in there and it's a lot of music. I just, I have no idea what's being said or what's, <laughs> I have no idea what's on right now, but okay, we'll, we'll just move to and it. That's, you know, that's the, everybody's the four, the four thirty PM class is the, is the Spanish class. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, they, they actually, they paired me on a team. Uh, so we did a, a Saturday workout and, you know, we did, you know, on Saturdays we do team workouts. So they'll put two, three, four people together and they put me together with three other people that speak Spanish. Um, two of them speak English fine, but the person we were kind of going in like a, a waterfall system. So like one person yep. would go. So I think one person was resting, one person was working and two people were doing something static. So like uh, two people were holding the deadlift. One person's resting. The other person's doing sit-ups and then they get done with sit-ups. That person gets up and goes to the, the, you know, and moves the person who's resting, goes to sit-ups and, you know, just, it just trickles around. Yeah. But the person I was following was the one person who didn't speak hardly any English. So she's counting and saying things in Spanish and they're looking at me like, where are we? You know, as far as in the count, I'm like, I, I, I have no idea. Why did you put me here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why, why didn't one of you follow her? I have no idea what she's saying right like, now. Wow. No um, clue. Yeah. But I'm also now the rep. Um, so I, on my, my day job, I actually sell glasses for a, a luxury eyeglass company and I'm the rep for the entire state of Florida. Oh, so wow. yeah, it's a, and Florida's a big state. Um, yeah. you know, like from where I am five hours to the panhandle and another four hours to Miami, you know, but I'm like right in the middle. Right. So when I go to Miami, there's offices that I walk into, which is kind of the same thing. So I'm thinking about actually getting like a Rosetta stone and just, put it in my, just put it in my car and just, learn because i'm on the road learn your spanish babble is a really good app oh okay spanish or any language but yeah i'll have to look it up because i'm on the road for four to eight hours a day so you know i'm i'm usually driving so put that on right now i'm listening to um hamilton by ron chernow okay so the 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 book that started the book that inspired the the play the, the play yeah so i'm i'm listening to that right now but Anyways, man, Jake, I'm looking forward to seeing you in Madison. Um, yeah, you as well, you know, Webs. Meet, meeting you in person. I'll, I'll come by the booth for sure, and you know, I'll be in the press pit um, at some point. I'm volunteering the first three days, like Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I'm press the rest of it. The so rest. Awesome. Definitely have to hook up, say say what's up, and uh, look safe travels in uh, everything you're everywhere you're going because you're you know doing Providence. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're all over the place. <laughs> doing Providence this weekend and. And then, uh, then to the games. Yeah. Thank you, Wex. Thank you for having me. That was, no, that was an awesome conversation. No problem, man. Thanks. You've been listening to the Wex Appeal Podcast. Get connected by heading to Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Wex Appeal Podcast for more bonus buffoonery and to get the full Wex experience. Plus, make sure to subscribe on your podcast app today. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time for more barbells, beats, and buffoonery.